Hello and welcome back to the Real Joey Boats podcast. This is episode 12 of the Real Joey Boats podcast. Now I'm here to uh, tell you the stories of my struggles, my victories, my losses, and how I overcame those insurmountable odds so I could survive to win the fights of my life. So like I said, welcome back. Welcome back to the Real Joey Boats podcast. I hope you had a good, wonderful uh, post-Thanksgiving week. Oh, so sad. I, think, uh, I think I had an episode in between there or whatever, but I hope you've been having a good couple of weeks since Thanksgiving. And uh, I'm titling this episode, What Friends Are... What Are Friends For? What Are Friends For? So, you know, that's a, like a generic saying, like, what are friends for? It's kind of a sarcastic thing. Usually, like you hear it in TVs or movies, you know, if, if, if somebody does something just outrageously kind of dickish and you're just like, whoa, what are, whoa, what are friends for? Uh, but now I kind of want to cover this episode like friendships, okay? And this can, yes, this, uh, this also can tie into relationships, but I really want to cover friendships. So let's go ahead and do that. Uh, you know, let's 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 start covering you know things like bad friends and fake friends and friends of convenience and also how friendships can break down and how can they uh, be reformed and and repaired or reopened. Things can heal, say if they end in a bad way. And it's just like anything else. A friendship, if it ends in a bad way, then it, the wound has to be opened and basically disinfected. So you can heal and reform or repair your friendship if you want to. So we'll get into that. How, how they can begin and how they can end. You know, now that I've, I've covered all the other stuff in life that, you know, maybe you are beginning off a new life. Maybe you're getting out of the military uh, and you're starting into the civilian world or uh, because of your disabilities, you're entering a new sort of life or you're out of this long relationship or marriage and you're meeting new people, you're out and about. And yeah, it's kind of tough right now because this whole pandemic thing, but I'm talking about in general, and especially when things get back to normal, we're going to all get outside. And, uh, you know, if it even takes a couple years, but we're going to all get back outside and we're going to start meeting people again, okay? Whatever part of your new life it is, you're going to meet people. And some of those people are going to be nice, they're going to be wonderful, they're going to be awesome people, or some of them are going to be terrible people, and they'll show it, they'll wear it on their sleeves, or some people will be that in disguise. They'll be incognito because they don't want to show you what a real bad person they can be, or maybe they don't want to show you a good person out of humility. Uh, They can be a very humble person and just not wear anything on your sleeve and it's kind of hard to read those kind of people because it's okay though you just get to know those people whether it's good bad or maybe you want a friendship or maybe you have to get to know them because your acquaintances with them or your co-workers or office mates or whatever and i'll be honest some of those folks that you don't want them to become your friends uh because whatever they they might not work for you or you might not work for them which is it's okay it's it's okay to know be friends with those type of people you don't have to be friends with everybody all right you can be your own person that's the wonderful thing about life is you can be your own person but it it is definitely easier with friends in it you just have to find the right ones okay don't like you don't have to befriend everybody 
Because not everybody's going to be a good fit for you. They're not just not. It's just not how it's going to be. And just remember, you know, not everyone is going to be your friend. Like I said before, some will be acquaintances or co-workers or just certain ones to keep in for a rainy day. Uh, like, a, like a favor, like somebody to keep at arm's length or several arm's lengths are really far apart and just not have them in your life. You know, when I say, going back to keeping them for any day, when I say that, I know a lot of people that I shake hands with and I'm very friendly with, and I think some of them may know me by a first name basis, or if not, they call me Mr. or Mr. Barrow or something like that. You know, like a senator or a representative or a congressperson, uh, whatever. Like, they're not my friends. I don't know them personally. I don't know how they are. And their personal lives, I don't know a whole lot about them. And they're great to keep for a rainy day. Um, wealthy people that are very generous, that want to help you out. Uh, especially if you run a nonprofit or something like that that runs off donations. Those people are great to keep around for that. Uh, usually, nine times out of ten, if they are generous people and want a nonprofit, they are very friendly and they're very kind and they're very selfless and they just want to help. Uh, so please keep them in your life. Even if you don't get along with them, uh, if you don't see them as a friend, uh, do not besmirch them. They are good people. I know several of these people and uh, I wouldn't consider them like a real great friend. I would consider them somewhat of a friend. Uh, but one has helped me out with a donation and something this summer. Uh, you know, the Great Cycle Challenge. Uh, when I made my goal was like... I don't know, $500 or something like that. He donated a ton of money uh, to help me reach my goal, which was really awesome. And I, I really, really like him. I really like this guy. He's a great person. Uh, I think that besides going to the gym, I've only hung out with him on a non-workout basis once. And uh, it, I could say it was pretty good. Uh, but I don't think like, you know, I would consider him a great friend. Uh, a friend, yes. Uh, great friend, no. Because I don't really know a whole lot about him. So that's what I mean by an arm's length or keeping for a rainy day or whatever. Now, there's some people out there that are just not very good friends. They're not very good people, and but they're trying. Uh, they're growing. They're going through a lot themselves. It's okay to keep them at an arm's length. If they, they need your friendship for whatever reason, they'll, they'll find you. They'll seek you out. Uh, if you need their friendship for whatever reason and they're available to give it to you, that's great. But just kind of keep that person at an arm's length. And maybe if it needs to be more than just one arm's length, then that's great. But don't, like, discount somebody. You know, don't, like, you know, throw somebody to the side that's kind of, you know, going through a tough time themselves. They still need your friendship, whether they're available or not. At some point, they're still going to want to have your friendship. I'll be honest with you, some of those folks that, you might they might be better off if you just leave them be and leave them out of your life and let them let them be them on their own uh you know i know several people like that that i wish i would have learned at a very early time uh that they were not good to have in my life they were not good for me they were toxic for me or whatever which brings me to my first uh subject that i want to cover is bad friends and these are the people that you have tried to pursue a friendship with, but no matter how hard you've tried, it failed, okay? You know, it's it's okay if it failed. It's a learning experience. 
in every way, shape, or form that friendships are a huge learning experience. You know, now having a bad friend doesn't make either one of you a bad person. It doesn't mean you're a bad person. It doesn't mean they're a bad person. It just means something didn't work. And, you know, it, it didn't work. Something there just the chemistry wasn't there for you to form a good, proper friendship. And that's okay. And that's okay. Sometimes it's just like a relationship. You just meet somebody that there's maybe a little bit of spark there. Maybe a little chemistry there, but you didn't have a whole lot to 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 sustain, okay? And this is you know relationships and friends with and friendships. This kind of like intertwined how you need to work on them. One of them obviously for different reasons, and you know are both for different reasons or whatever. So it's just just kind of one and the same almost, but you know different if that makes any sense. And, you know, I want to move on now from that subject for bad friends to fake friends, all right? And eh, fake friends are the people that they're really up to no good. They're very self-serving, you know, and they only keep you around when it benefits them. You know, they just use your kindness and uh, they, they use your kindness. They never return it. Or they either, if they return it, they return it way less than what you gave it for. So they discount you, and you're kind of a discounted friend in their eyes. You're a friend, but you're a discount friend, and you're you're also a friend of convenience. But I'm not there yet. I'll get to friend of convenience here in a minute. You know, fake friends, I've had a lot of fake friends in my life, and some of these people I wish I never really met. You know, they, they, they were maybe the friends of somebody I dated, and they act like my friend, they gave me their phone number, they said, hey, you can call me whenever you need something, or if you need to talk, or whatever, you know, they they acted like they were there for me, but when I utilized them for that, they kind of stabbed me in the back and be like, hey, what do you call me for, you know, especially if I broke up with that person. Those aren't, those aren't real friends. Real friends, honestly, they want to be in your life, no matter what happens, with uh, that mutual friend of yours, if you're dating or whatever, they want to be in your life and they'll find a way to be in your life. Now, if that friendship jeopardizes their longer running friendship with that person you dated or whatnot, then maybe it's okay to just end the friendship uh, so you're not you're not damaging anything between that person and yourself because it can happen and uh, I've seen it happen and it's happened to me and you know, just make sure that you're not doing that. I don't, don't damage a long running friendship. Say you are, say somebody dated you and they're friends with your friends and you guys break up and they honestly want to stay your friends even after you broke up with that person. Now it might not be good for you or it might not be good for that person you're friends with to, you know, be mutual friends. It may be very, very toxic. So just be open and communicate with people. Okay. Uh, that's key. So back to fake friends, fake friends are, they don't really, they're not, they're not your true friends. They're just out there. They're nosy. Um, uh, honestly, maybe they may be spies for somebody. So if you know, you've had those toxic relationships before or even marriages, uh, just kind of watch who is in your life. Pay attention yeah, I know this all sounds kind of trivial and childish, but it it's true. People people do that shit. They do that, 
and they will stick around in your life just to spy on you, just to nosy, just to just to be nosy or to let somebody know that this is what you're doing. And honestly, like, yeah, that's BS, but hey, that's just the way the world is, and there's people, and trust me, there is nothing wrong with uh, cutting the ties with those people and just letting them grow on their own. It really, really isn't. And once you learn how to do that, you're going to be much, much better off. Uh, because I've had plenty of fake friends, and I've also had those friends of convenience. And those are the friends that only want you around when it's convenient for them. And I know I've said that just a minute ago, uh, but it usually means you're kept around uh, on like a little black book list. And that only gets uh, indexed if they need help, or if they need something, or if they need some money. Uh, You know, this friends of convenience and fake friends kind of kind of go together uh like cookies and milk they're they're a good pair for each other because friends of convenience aren't real friends anyways they don't they don't ever call you to hang out they don't ever call you to talk they only call you when they want something and i've had those convenient those friends of convenience and those fake friends before where like i have reached out to them because i generally want to see the person or generally want to talk to them because i like them and uh, they just keep me around because they want something. Usually nine times out of ten, those conversations turned into, hey, can I borrow 20 bucks? Or do you have some food I can, you know, borrow and I'll pay you back? And I've heard all that crap before. And even recently, it was like, oh, you know, I'll pay you back. I'll pay you back. No, you never, never, ever. Don't loan money to your friends, period. I don't care if they're family. I don't care if they're good friends and you've known them for a long time. Don't loan money to people. Don't you're gonna ruin your friendship because nine times out of ten you're not gonna pay that money back, or that money's never gonna come back to you. You're never gonna see it again, and uh, you're probably going to be very upset that that money is not gonna come back to your hands. And you know, so just don't do it. And you know, I know sometimes we have some good friends that really need some help. They're down on their luck, and if you want to gift them money and if you have some extra or some food or some whatever to go around that can help them out in whatever shape or form go ahead and do so but loaning money to somebody means yeah i've loaned you the money with the expectation that you are going to pay it back and no nine times out of ten you donate the money to somebody you're not going to get it back they're not going to be able to pay it back okay and if you do it's going to be way far down the road, so far that they have completely forgotten about it. And they're hoping that you have completely forgot about it as well. You know, if that is the case, and you want to do that, and I'm not saying, yeah, you know, I guess I guess I am saying don't do that. But if that's the case, and you really want to do that, and you want to loan money to somebody, or even to a friend, uh, be open and communicate. Like, give this person the expectation, look, I, you know sign some agreement with you to have them pay it back uh you know hold them to a standard just because they're your friend and you are very and they know a lot of personal things about you doesn't mean that they are not going to shortchange you when it comes to uh, uh like loaning money or paying you back or something like that so be very open be very communicative about it and just uh, make sure you do it right if you do it. Uh, you know, I can say don't do it, and I'm going to say don't do it. But if you do do it, just be smart about it because it can really come back to haunt you. 
back to friends and convenience. Uh, you know, that's what I was on in the first place. They they will just keep you around for some strange reason. I tank a gas or maybe they want some food or maybe they want you to go buy them cigarettes. Well, boy, I've had that one before. Hey, if I give you this if, or if you go buy me some smokes, I'll give you this or you can or I'll make, you know, that's just the, I, I'm sorry, but that's not and a healthy friendship that's just not you know it's it's a bad thing like if if somebody smokes yeah smoking's addictive we all get it cigarettes are addictive and if if you don't think they are then you're kidding yourself cigarettes are like any other drug like alcohol that if you're addicted to or whatever it can cause you to use your friends to if you don't if you don't have them you need them because you're addicted or you want them you're, you will go to any lengths to get them. You will use your friends. You will ask them to, hey, buy me a pack here, buy me a pack there. And I know because I've been there before. I did it, I, especially with drinks. Like I was always bumming drinks off of people, and, you know, because alcohol was an addiction for me. Okay, so on to the next one. Friendships can break down. Friendships can break down. Why can they break down? Well, uh, the f- first things first, you can just grow beyond or grow apart. Uh, I've had friends like that that I don't talk them anymore, talk to them anymore. I know they're out there in the world. Um, they're still good people, but I, we just grew apart. And are we just grew beyond. I, whatever happened, happened. Especially with me, a lot has happened in my life. And maybe they weren't exactly there when I needed them or um, our friendships just grew apart. Now, those people that mostly that I've kind of grown apart from uh, the friendship hasn't really broken down. So to say, uh, if I see them, I'm definitely going to be very glad to see them again, but there are a few out there where the friendships are broken down. I don't talk to them anymore. I don't even, I don't even know where they are or what they're doing. And I don't really care. We just grew apart. Uh, the only thing I really care about is I hope they're healthy. Uh, I hope they're wealthy and I hope they're wise and, uh, staying out of trouble and, um, staying true to themselves. So, you know, also these friendships can reform and, you know, if it's meant to be a true friendship, you know, they can start again if you see each other again and say, hey, I really missed you. Uh, I, you missed me. Let's try to rekindle this friendship. Now, for example, if this friendship has ended on a bad note, say if you guys, you know, got in a horrible fight or falling out or whatever, and there's some old wounds that need to be opened up, you know, yes. And honestly, and it's just like a relationship, you know, the air is not going to get clean. The infection's not going to go anywhere unless you treat it, unless you open up that wound, because inside that wound, even if it's healed, it may not have healed right, or there may still be a lingering infection, so to say, that you have to take care of on both ends. And if you don't, nothing's going to be reformed or repaired. So, yeah. Just uh, get in there and and reform and repair whatever you got to do if you guys want to continue the friendship. If you, uh, okay, where am I here? Lost my train of thought, sorry. (laughs) Now, if it doesn't work, it doesn't work, okay? Then you can say, at least you tried. At least you tried to uh, reform that friendship or repair that friendship. But if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. Move on. It's okay. Now, now, friendships can can begin as quickly as they can end, and you know that sucks. You know, you you can you can 
start a new friend and then really hit it hit it off and then just discover that oh man this person or whatever they do is that's not working for me or whatever you do is not working for them and it's okay maybe you just got to end the friendship or maybe you just got to become a certain type of friend that or acquaintance or you know whatever and it's it's really okay it's it's okay just be you be true and be real and the right folks will come to you. They will be attracted to your light, to your positivity, to your aura, so to say. That vibration that you give off, they will they will be attracted to that. And the people that aren't meant to be in your life will kind of just, they'll go their own way. They'll draw away. So, you know, just remember, just be you. And uh, be true. It, you know, it'll all fall into place. And even with friendships. And uh, kind of, you know, remember that uh, whoever whoever you meet, not everyone's going to be your friend. Okay? And, uh... <laughs> sorry, they must see a dog. Yeah. So, remember... <laughs> not everybody's going to be your friend, okay? And it's alright. It's, it's, it's definitely okay. You know, even some people that you have in your life, you just, you just have to learn how to recognize... That whether they're good for you or whether you're good for them. Because you you yourself may have to learn how to just back off. Because maybe that person doesn't. So it's it's all about finding that right groove about, about those sort of things. And kind of just sticking with it. You know, drive it in deep and hope it sticks. Okay, I think... Um, you know, that's all I really have for uh, that episode. And uh, But there is something that I want to talk about today. And it's called Project Little Heroes. It's uh, th- This time of year, it's military families, active, active duty veteran reserve, first responders. Uh, they don't get paid a whole lot of money. And they're working extra hours sometimes because, you know, well, it's busy. And especially nowadays that we're in the second wave of the pandemic, they're a first responder. They're really busy, uh, especially if you know, they're even a healthcare worker. All right. So, uh, with in cooperation, our conjunction with Operation Homefront, there is a holiday toy drive where Dollar Tree donates uh, uh, just an ungodly amount of toys uh, to to um, to Operation Homefront, and so Project Little Heroes can exist. And that's what they use. They use those toys. And they donated to those kids of those families of veterans, active duty, and first responders. And uh, now this year, we're including healthcare workers. Uh, you know, those people don't have a lot of money, especially active duty military. They're getting paid, you know, chump change, folks. So it's important that those kids wake up on Christmas morning and they have uh, stuff under the tree. Or, you know, if they're not going to have stuff under the tree and we're able to with Project Little Heroes and the Holiday Toy Drive, give them those presents uh, so they have stuff for Christmas. Or they have stocking stuffers. Or their parents don't have to worry about spending money they don't have. Because, I mean, there are families out there that don't have a lot of money. And honestly, there's always toys left over. So just, you know, we find places to donate the toys to, uh, children's homes, uh, you know, families, homeless families of children so they have stuff to do. Because uh, kids need that. They need things to do. They can't spe- always go outside. You know, they don't always have friends. They need stuff to, uh, for enrichment. They need stuff to activate their minds. And uh, for me, it's one of the greatest things to do during the holidays. 
Uh, Project Little Heroes on Operation Homefront also do a uh, back-to-school a supply drive, so to say. Uh, but for Christmas time, we do the holiday toy drive. And if you would like to know more information on the holiday toy drive, please contact me on my Facebook page or my personal page. Or if you know me, go ahead and get a hold of me any way you can, and uh, I'll explain it to you. And I will share the form with you so you can share it with whoever you would like. Uh, yeah. All right. That's all I got. Thank you very much. All right. Thank you for tuning in again to the Real Joy Boats podcast. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Thanks for letting me into your homes and your ears. And I enjoyed talking to you guys once again. I always do. I always enjoy telling you the stories of my struggles, my losses, and my victories, and how I overcame insurmountable odds to win out the fights of my life. So thank you very much for tuning in, and I look forward to talking with you all once again 